Consent. Okay, I have today with me a delightful gentleman, uh, Mr. Fidel. I'm going to get him to introduce himself and kind of what he's doing in the in the men's space. Um, and then we're going to get in and chat some shit, basically. Uh, we've already some started. So, yeah, we had to record because we were already talking some good shit. So um, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you intro yourself, Fidel, and kind of what you're doing, and then we'll get straight in, mate. Thanks, mate. I'm delightful, apparently. Think, uh, I'm going to put that on my CV. Uh, yeah, my name's Fidel Bohill. I am the modern man coach, aka the kingmaker. Um, I've done some stuff, like, so I'm, I'm a qualified, certified for NLP master coach, master hypnotherapist, timeline therapy practitioner. I did all that stuff to start off with. And um, that's where I'm, I'm really grounded in that sort of therapeutic sense. Um, and I started applying that and working, just working with guys because I just thought there's a massive calling out there. Um, I wrote a book. It's doing really well. Divorce, a modern man's guide. And um, yeah, I started working with guys. First of all, I started working, I'm qualified PT as well. So I started working with guys in their health and fitness and the mindset around that. And then it moved on to like really helping guys through divorces. And then kind of organically, Thankfully, which I think we're going to talk about this a little bit today. I now predominantly work with guys who are in relationships, helping them to improve those relationships and, and lead them in a masculine way, connecting with their masculine energy, understanding feminine energy and their, and their partners as much as we can do as men, um, which is another topic of conversation. <laughs> and that's where I am at the moment, really. We're just launching Balls Deep, the relationship program for men, um, which which is going to be a bundle of laughs. Yeah, I, I, I do a lot of stuff like that, man. Stuff, man, men and relationships is is I love it. I love it because we're lagging behind a little bit, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, um, I could totally agree with you on that, mate. Because it's like it, it, as much as like. I suppose you and I both will cover a lot in the terms of, of men's work and that, but it's just like, for me, it's, it's where everything will show up the most where you cannot fucking hide For sure, in relationships. You can hide right, in your work. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. hide <laughs> in your work. You can hide in your, in your physical fitness. You can hide in mm -hmm. all of that, but you can't do that in relationship and it shows. And, um, and guys do like to do that, right? That's all the advice you see people like go for a run, get out of the gym. And it's yeah. like, yeah, all of that stuff is good. Yeah. And like I, I realize it. I, I was in a relationship just before, just before lockdown, and it shocked me because I, I'd been divorced for like three years, and I was I was playing the field and enjoying myself, but mainly I was focusing on on me and I was yeah. doing the work. Like I went really really deep, and geez, when I stepped into that relationship, it hit me quite hard. It was a really funny one because it wasn't even that long, but I did fall in love, um, and it like it it like ripped the band-aid off like you know and, and I was really grateful for it like and it gave me a massive opportunity because then lockdown hit and I got to really fucking see where I actually was yeah. um, with stuff so it, it was a great little reset for me um, in terms of how how far I actually was with, with, with my stuff do you know what I mean 100%. Um, and now now after that after that regroup and that extended bit of self-awareness i've stepped into like so far is a perfect relationship you know it's bloody amazing 
and it's been going on nearly nearly two years now long distance and it's just it's it's everything it should be you know nice man Nice. I think that's a good point that you said about, um, I think we as men get a bit delusional about where we're at sometimes. Oh like, man, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because well, look, isn't it, like men's work, we don't, because it's a paradox, isn't it, really? Because yeah. let's face it, right, guys are not designed to be that emotional. I mean, even emotional guys really don't like doing it on a conscious level. They like being all emotional at an unconscious level. Yeah. Actually, con- consciously managing your emotions, feelings, understanding who you are, um, and all of that—that that internal work. We we really prefer life is simpler if we just shove it to one side. But in the modern world and in relationships the way that they are, like we we can't hide from it. We can't, or it's just going to end up a really bloody expensive. Shit show of a, of a, of a, and a mess. 100% mate yeah and it's like uh, I'm sure you've been through the same and that is like when like I, I come from a military background where that's not really yeah. um, a place it's a great place for like lots of many reasons for for, um, sure. for as men which I kind of even bring into my work a lot in a different way um, but it's it's like it's not really a place where you see a lot of emotions going but it's also I do it's not about like being emotional is it it's like it's actually being sure. able to navigate your navigate the world through the yeah. body trauma um we call wounds um all these things that like pretty much most men have in some way shape or form that yeah. will block you in your relationship uh intimacy which is like i don't know what you find but like i get pretty much all guys at some point go you know what i want i really want more intimacy and connection in my relationship but i just don't know how for sure, because like the, the I, I, from my perspective, and you might have a different one on this. I like I don't think it's a great thing for men to be over emotional, but but unless we're conscious with it, unless we have a space where we can explore it and learn how to manage and control our emotions, they're gonna seep out unconsciously, right? And in unhealthy ways, or we're just going to shut down and be a, be a closed book, right? And like you said, that that doesn't neither of those things work. So it's actually quite a tight line, isn't it? Yeah. And, and it requires some um, some dexterity, you know, and some emotional intelligence and a shit ton of self awareness to be able to do it. But man, I guess that that whole unknown part and intangible part makes it a difficult sell from our perspective, from a business point of view, right? And an engagement point of view, yeah. getting guys en masse to, to engage with men's work. They're just kind of like, no, man, give me a bit. So like, again, I don't know what it's like for you, but I'll get a guy who gets in touch with me and I would say on average, it can be anywhere between three and 18 months before they actually do any work. So he'll get in touch with me and go, hey, dude, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Like you didn't really get in touch with me to ask how I was, mate. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? You don't really give a shit. Yeah. Like something's going on with you. And they'll go, yeah, 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 yeah. I got a man. And they'll lay out their lives and what a shit show they're in and everything. The relationship's gone to part, business is going down the plan. Blah, 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 blah. And they'll go, okay, cool. Like, whoa, like I can help you fix all of that. You can have do some work and blah, 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 blah. And they go, yeah, well, it's not that bad. Um, <laughs> I was wondering maybe if there was a YouTube video or a book I could read. 
And I go, yeah, sure. You know, here's a YouTube video. Here's a really book or whatever. Go off and read that. And they go off and do that. And then they'll get in touch with me a few months later and go, well, it's still shit. <laughs> in fact, it's got worse. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, I kind of could have told you that. And um, yeah, they just kind of like, it's the last ditch effort, which is, I just did a post in my men's group about that. And I was, because this weekend is Father, Father's Day, right? In the UK. <laughs> and so... I just thought, like I was trying to enjoy my father's day. I delete my messenger usually, but I, I didn't delete the app. I just switched the notifications off this weekend for some reason. And um, oh man, I just got four or five guys in there. And they're like, they've been, I know them all. They've been following me for years, right? And they're, it's all gone to pop and they're reaching out now. So the point I made in my men's group, because the men's group is the same in the Modern Man Club, they're like, oh, man, it's all gone wrong. Anyone help me? How can I fix it? I'm like, it's the same as with your physical health, right? Yeah. People don't go to the gym until they have a bloody heart attack or until they go to the doctor and they go, well, unless you start exercising, you're going you're gonna to have a heart attack or you've got kidney problems, your testosterone levels low, you can't get it up or any of these things. You're just massively overweight. Um, and now you're divorced and now you want to go out and pull 25 year olds do you know what I mean but but you don't want to take your top off um you know so they wait until they get a massive external slap around the face from life before taking some action and it's like oh, man, prevention prevention guys yeah there is that I think sometimes as well it's like I, I even look at I think my my past experience is like mine came like a lot of guys at the end of a well, it was a bit of a mixture of like the end like leaving the military after so many years and mm. then the end of a long-term relationship and it's like oh man fuck I, I didn't see that coming that was like a, a curveball to the face it was just like yeah. I didn't see a problem but so so and this is part of the post right this is what they all say I didn't see it coming <laughs> like yeah you fucking did you chose chose to ignore it Right. Or you turned a blind eye to what was shit. Like you didn't, you don't know. And that's part of the learning, right? That's part of the stuff we've got to yeah. get out there and teach guys is right. See the steps because once certainly in a, from a relationship perspective, once a woman switches off, you're done. Like, and, and they, they, then men all then play the victim. They go, Oh, I didn't see it coming. Um, I'm a good dad. I'm a good husband. I do all this. And I'm like, good, good is not enough. You're confusing. Yeah. And this is my latest, like, mantra at the moment confusing attraction dynamics with relationship dynamics that you know you have to have both because if your woman is not attracted to you you will have a, a unfulfilling relationship now men we can carry on for decades in an unfulfilling relationship right guys as long as we've got the sofa and sky sports guys can spend decades like that but women won't have it. Their tolerance for mediocre in a relationship is way lower than ours. Yeah. They'll still experience it for a couple of years, but then they'll call time because their, their bodies and their subconscious will just chop off. They get the ick as the youngsters call it these days. You'll know more about that than me. But um, once they get the ick, that, that, that you're done. And, and the guys are really shocked by that, aren't they? Yeah. How can she just go? She just like, she just doesn't want to talk to me. She doesn't want to touch me. She's just like, how how she's just a completely different person it's where the desire goes isn't it it's like you forget that bit it's just like a relationship and all that but it's just like if there's no actual true desire there then it's there's, there's not really much of an actual relationship yeah because their bodies will <laughs> shut off right and then once the sex goes the intimacy goes and then you're just friends 
right? And 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 listen. So me and you probably work. I don't know. Like certainly, our target markets might be slightly different. I predominantly work with middle-aged men. That post-divorce, later life, after the kids have grown up. That's my guys because that's that's who I am. So you attract people who are a bit who are similar to you yeah. and understand the problems. And so there's that bit where like picking a partner when like pre-kids is one thing right that that life partner right the one you want to buy the house with and do the dog and the kids with right that's one thing i'm gonna go a little bit deep on this i didn't like when we're not actually so there's a load of biology at play that everybody loves to ignore because of society and romance right multi-billion dollar industry romance right but that's all it is it's only been around a couple of hundred years the whole concept of romance humans aren't actually designed to do that we've spent three and a half million years padding around in fields in a uh, tribes basically where we shared everything we shared our food we shared our money we shared the women and the men like you know it's kind of what happened and now we put fences around it and we stopped and we stayed still and went mine right he's like my my kids my wife um it's all it's all mine and but there's this bit of biology at play that humans want to pair bond right when they get to that age mid late teens to early 30s right there's that bit where everybody just wants to fuck right and and then they the later on that bit it's like actually i want a pair bond when babies babies and so you pair bond but there's that bit about the seven-year rich. If you join all these other little bits together, like human babies are rubbish, aren't they? Like absolutely useless compared to the rest of the animal kingdom. They're like uh, little floppy things. They can't do anything for years. Like they're hopeless. So in that tribal system, like kids needed two human, two adult humans to get them to an age where they could be a bit more self-sufficient. Right, one to hold them, keep them warm, look after them, feed them milk, and the other person to keep the other person alive. Right, needed dad to keep mum alive so that mum could keep baby alive. Right, dad to build the hut, keep light the fires, go out hunt food, bring it back, and all that. Well, mum nurtured the kid, and kids when they get to about seven years old, then they can walk, they can talk, they can climb the trees, they can become. A member of the tribe right in their own little individual way now we're designed because of that we're designed to like glue together and do this pair bonding thing for about seven years if you look at the stats most divorces happen when the youngest child is between about five and ten and it's because we lose this biological glue now i'm not knocking monogamy lifelong monopoly monogamy it's a beautiful thing if you ever see it i know a couple of couples that are nailing it and it's a wonderful thing to aspire to but we've got, in order to do that, right, if we want to play that game, we've got to understand what we're battling against. And one of those things is our biology, right, and our, our nature as human animals. And after about seven years, we lose this massive bit of sticky glue, right, that's keeping us together to pair bonds. Because at that point, we, again, a magnificent part of humans is with, we enjoy sex, right? We get to have pleasurable sex, which most other animals, few primates do, don't get to do. Right. And then when we go, we want to go back out into the tribe. Now we've done the kids bit. We want to go back out into the tribe and live our life again. Right. And that's where we end up. And guys don't really know that. So, and there's, as you know, we talk about nice guy stuff. Women like different types of guys for those different parts of their life. Right. Call it hypergamy or whatever. Um, 
And unless we evolve, like the guys to settle down with have babies, provided them that aren't going to leave and are going to stick to them and do the job, right? That doing that stuff isn't sexy. Right? That's relationship dynamics, but it ain't sexy. And if you spend seven years being a dope on a rope, right, as I did, right? Because that's what society tells us to do. Just go to work, pay the bills, make sure the mortgage is paid. Do you know what I mean? Get out, play golf with the lads, or go down the pub every like once a week if you're allowed off commission. Oh, the high level. Um, <laughs> and all that stuff. Right. And then they it's not like women want this to happen, but it does. I've spoken to loads of women. It's not that they're happy about it, but their bodies just switch down. They look at you and go, oh, my God. Like, what happened to the guy I chose right at the beginning? That's not him. And you're not sexy, Mr. Fucking Slippers. Mr. Slippers. Like. And, and, and guys then don't, they, we feel cheated because we're like, that's what we were told to do. We were told to do that and then it would be all right. We did what we were told to do and now she's kicking us out. She's sagging the mechanic down the road. Ooh, women like bad boys and all this. It's like, oh, women like sexy men and you're not sexy. Yeah. In your it's, it's that thing, isn't it? As I see that, it's like this. And I think a lot of guys get triggered with that nice guy stuff. Is like, well, if you're not a nice guy, and like, then what? You're an asshole. It's like, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> actually not. There's a, there's not just two fucking choices. It's not black <laughs> and white, you know exactly. Um, and and that uh, part of that is, it's like fucking taking care of yourself to be um, to be fucking attractive. The same as same as you'd expect from your partner as well, right? As a as a woman, for sure. And look, like, and again, guys. <laughs> especially as women when it comes to that like we're shagging a thing do you know what I mean like, do you know what I mean we don't like we will care but it is the other thing men have got porn right yeah to, to fill that gap right when we're there Mrs. has put on a few pounds hasn't shed them she's wearing slippers and all that as well it's not sexy but we've got porn right so we'll just go and have a quick five knuckle shuffle in the bloody bathroom on our phones now do you know what I mean we can do all of that now we don't even have to have a copy of Razzle or whatever stuffed under the mattress we go <laughs> we've got we've got our phones now we can get in the bloody bathroom lock the door everybody the whole household's used to us spending 20 minutes and they're having a dump anyway like do you know what i mean we can knock, knock one out quickly and, and we're satisfied like i said guys can carry on for decades in that little thing and won't even notice but women don't operate in the same way yeah and i think that's i don't know i was i always found that as a, a really important piece and i talked we talking um earlier about like the kind of the men's work and like where people you know go for a run go to the gym is like yeah that's a piece of it but it's like it's, it's mm. deeper than that but that is an important piece like not not even for not even for like focusing on oh if i look like this then i'll i'll get women or get it's women it's like nothing it's got yeah. nothing to do really with aesthetics <laughs> no it's like a lot of that's like even i think byproducts it's like when you when you're focused on yourself correct what are you doing your past um when you're uh when you like focused on yourself and when you're like taking care of yourself you're going to the gym you're doing all this is just like you focus on being strong a strong man physically which is no fucking downside to that um it's like all those other things come as like uh, pretty much as a byproduct but um i think you get a lot of guys as well like it's it is i think it's very it's like a sensitive uh, people get very sensitive as well. You talk about this is like guys is is it's like take care of your fucking 
body and, and, it, and it's like it's people think oh body shaming men and it's and there's no it's not it's a fucking standard that is like to have as a fucking man of taking care of yourself it's Ooh. like even even under terms of protection right without doubt i mean look and and from an energetic point of view i've just put together a, a program to do with the archetypes right and you know we, we we've spoken about archetypes for the wild man and all that and it's yeah, that yeah. warrior archetype right that's hot yeah, and that doesn't matter what you look like. Like I'm 46, man, and I've I'm I, I probably I train all the time, but I've got a belly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I've never had. I'm not ever gonna have a six pack, but I can box and yeah. I can lift heavy shit, right? And I can clamber up stuff. I don't particularly like it because I don't like heights, but I, I'm physically capable. And yeah. all of the women that have ever come across me know that, yeah. and they find that sexy. And it is not about. I mean, my 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 current missus is what 12, 13. 14 years younger than me um you know i got gray chest airs and a bit of a pot belly but she knows yeah without a shadow of a doubt that i'm physically capable of, of protecting her and she also she loves it when i go to the gym and don't chat to her for two hours i'll come back to all the messages and all that but she loves it she loves it but it, i think it's even on the even if some of them don't know, it's like on that subconscious level, it's like, I think it's like, it's an ingrained thing of just like, you're, as I think as a woman, you're looking for like a strong man that you know is physically capable that can protect you and the family. For sure. It's, it, it's, it's the deepest, the deepest part of women. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That deep, it's not even subconscious. It's primal, right? They are yeah. designed, it, primal to be attracted to a man that can make her feel safe yeah right and the and and that's that works all that safety works all the way up through the levels of their of their consciousness but that most primal level is about physicality yeah and you can demonstrate it in lots of different ways you know just literally being a doer like yeah. somebody who does stuff you can be like bravery yeah. Like just showing that and demonstrating it. But yeah. I, I, and like I said, going out and keeping yourself physically fit is also a, just a sign of somebody who takes themselves seriously. I remember saying it when I used to do a lot more dating coaching, and I, 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 I still put it out there that those guys on their profile, Peter, who goes, I don't take I don't take myself too seriously. I'm like, delete that shit right now. Like, do you know what I mean? That is like, what do you mean you don't take yourself seriously? I kind of get what you're saying, but that language is all wrong. Like, have a laugh, be fun. I'm not knocking any of that. But like, <laughs> if you don't take yourself seriously, how is anybody else going to take you seriously? Right? And going, keeping yourself in shape shows that you know your importance and you value yourself as a man and your capacity and your capability. Massively, mate. 100%. Um, and I think that, like I say, it falls in line for that. It's like, I say to a lot of guys, where they're like, oh, you know, having all these external problems in relationship, all this sort of stuff. I'm like, dude, is this all with women? It's just like, dude, it's just like, just fucking, it's, 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 it's like almost like a paradox of like, look, stop focusing on that shit for the for time being to start with, just completely focus on yourself in a terms of like permission slip to, in a way, be selfish and put yeah. yourself at the top of your fucking list because I guarantee that you're probably not. You're probably way far down. And then you'll start to find that those things will kind of start in a way resolving themselves and shit will start changing externally. And you're like, 
but great. I don't, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I don't feel like I'm trying. I'm like, that's kind of the fucking yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, it's the energy with which you do it, right? Yes. Because you know as well as I do, you spend a lot of time in bloody training places and gyms and all of that, and you'll see them. Like, there's some seriously, ridiculously fit and capable men out there that are an absolute emotional and mental mess. Yes. Right? <laughs> they are inside there an eggshell. You know, outside, hard as nails. Inside, yeah. tap it, and it will just crack. Um, and so like the the purpose with which you do it so going to the gym to hide right is not the energy with which to approach that fitness work going to the gym with purpose to make yourself fitter and stronger and even to have that active meditation right where you're just doing stuff your phone's not there you're focusing on yourself (laughs) putting yourself first time um that's the energy with which to do it it's part of the work and when you do it as part of the work or as even when it becomes like for me and you which is just routine it's who we are um that that's the way it should be but as a as a as a place to hide and go and feel sorry for yourself i mean this steam room in my gym hides many tears that <laughs> It does. But for me, with that, it's like it's the mentality piece. Is like um, for for me, is like and the, the, those are the guys that I really like to work with. Is like the kind of the the um, would would probably fuck you up, but like inside are kind of like a bit of a yeah. an, an emotional mess. Because for me, yeah, yeah. there's like there's a there's a there's a part of those type of guys that they have a mentality or guys that have built a business, right, or successful yeah, yeah. in some way because yep. they have a mentality because they've built something, they've done something. So for me, is like I find that <laughs> for me, they're, they're the guys I like to work with because they've got the mentality piece and they can bring that over into this work and they'll get fucking amazing results. Because they'll, they'll, they'll do it. Um, yeah. it's, it's like personal trainers. I've actually worked with a couple of really successful personal trainers. Yeah. Um, and they are, man, they're proper like, okay, tell me what to do and I'll go do it. Likewise yeah. with the, the businessmen that I work with, you yeah. know, they're the same thing. They do actually do the, they do do the work. it's those middle guys and it's true the more when we aim our stuff at high achievers business is easier right because they can afford to to pay us and they turn up and we get better results but i guess and i'm I'm sure you feel the same for, for for me my purpose is about that other bit below them it's about men as a group like really how do we get those normal guys joe blogs dave the builder how do we get those guys engaged in thinking about this stuff on a on a mass level because listen high performers are always going to be high performers and they're always looking for an edit <coughs> and they're always going to look out for guys like me and you who can teach them some stuff that they yeah. might not and, and they'll be they'll be realized they'll have a high level highish level of self-awareness in certain areas of their life um but they'll they'll know when stuff needs to be done and they'll get to a point in their life where they're right, okay, built the business, got the money, got the girl. How do I solidify all of this? Now what's left? Like now I'm the, there's a missing piece of the puzzle because mainly they get to that point and they were like, oh, this is supposed to feel better, right? <laughs> Why do I not feel satisfied? Why do I not feel happy? Like when they li- finally lift their head up from the grindstone. 100% mate it's that it's that missing piece thing isn't it that's why I think it's like liking those guys because they realize they're like oh I've got all the stuff you're supposed to have I've done yeah. all of that but it's like work. but I, I don't feel that fucking great 
um, shit, yeah. I actually know that it's nothing to do with all that, so I don't need to waste time looking. I just need to find <clears throat> someone who can show me this missing piece and I can work on that rather than, um, I don't know why I would say, the guys I'm not a big fan of working with is like Flow Boys. That's, that's the overly, like the overly emotional kind of super, super spiritual guys. Um, there's, there's guys out there for them to work with for sure. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's not for me. I, I do, I do work with nice guys. So if, going back to the <laughs> avatars, the, my most common, because I'm the total opposite number of clients that are wizards, right? The, 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 the geeks that, the, I work with a load of guys who run IT companies and, and stuff like that. Got really interesting client who's a set builder, um, builds like bloody spaceships for Star Wars and everything else like that. He's building the White House at the minute. Um, like he's got an absolutely really cool business, but he's a wizard. Like he doesn't watch any of the shows that his stuff is on, right? He doesn't doesn't care about that. His thing is not that. It's actually the construction, solving the problems, building the things. He's more manual than the rest of them, but mo most of them are all very cerebral. And then they see women and relationships as a problem to solve. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, hmm, how can I, I can't figure this one out? And they try, and then they come to someone like me or you to, as, as, as trying to, trying to look for the solution. And then we like, it's, it's brilliant. I love it. Like giving them an emotional toolbox. Ooh, this, I really like the piece as well. Cause for, for me, there's like, there's a core piece for all men, which is like the, the masculinity piece, right? It's like, yeah. there's like, being in your masculine as a man super fucking important but um it's it's also the individual flavor that a guy has yeah. to bring as well like how that gets cool. expressed which is yeah. which is just as fucking important and is that's why I like the the shadow work and shit like that as well because that encompasses so fucking much of the, the work that I think guys need to do but it's like that if, if seeing what comes out of a guy when they actually go in and they start doing that work and what comes out of them that for me is one of the most exciting bits of the men's work because it's just like I I know it's going to happen like the same as you do but it's just like what's going to come out I don't know but I'm super excited because it's like you're going to like yeah, yeah. is you're going to be just you're going to feel like you've never felt before and it's like, for me, that's, that's, that's the best bit of like working with guys is like seeing them really start to flourish and start to come out into their own and like, and own who the fuck they are as well. It's a beautiful thing. And it's I, I, the reason, again, I like working with guys before that, while they're still in relationships is when that bit turns around, the stuff I get sent from wives, right? I got a nice little parcel of cakes and all that the other day from a guy who I'm working with his wife. Like, so we're having great sex and everything else like that again. It's like, oh, here he is. This was the guy, the one that I first, it's not the guy they first went up with, but he's a new version and he's quite sexy now. Please, yeah. thank you for, for helping this bit unwrap. And it's amazing that shift of, that energetic shift, the impact that that can have on the people around them right it solves all of the problems they're all there reading books about parenting or about relationships or about you know building a business or friendships but actually when you do that core work and you collect into that positive masculine energy and you shift into it comfortably and confidently everything else changes around you doesn't it yeah, actually have to go out and do any tricks or like there's no yeah. processes or anything else like that. It's like you change, 
everybody else starts cheating you differently. Yeah. And it's like magic. And they yeah, start messaging you going, oh, it's miracles. I saw your <laughs> post the other day. It was like, oh, business. People are just like sending me money and closing deals. And you're like, oh, like after a while, you get a little bit like, oh, you have to pretend to put a surprised face on, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like, I, I, um, yeah, I love that bit because it's like I think it's like I, I love the the shock of the like the confusion I think the guys go through of like where it's that mm-hmm. been overly trying before, right? Just trying harder, yeah. just gonna try harder, gonna try harder. And then it's just like in a way you're saying stop trying and like what the fuck do you mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. And then it's just like this is weird, man. This is weird. I'm not really doing anything. And uh, I had a guy with this <coughs> actually there's a week where he'd um, for like, he's, he's separated from his ex. He has a he has a young daughter, and he was um, he was saying for four years I've been asking to kind of be on, on like put on the register at school for the daughter, and like they they live separately in in yeah. different cities, and and to have like more time and to have her overnight. And as soon as I stop asking for it, and I'm focused on my own shit, is just like yeah. it's yeah. like all of a sudden in one day I get all of those things in just one day like done she's just come and said yeah. oh i've just this is done and you can have you can have her overnight in this he's like and he's like what the fuck man <coughs> i've been asking for this for four fucking years i'm like shut the fuck up it's just like <laughs> be be grateful that it's just like you see the different way of approaching it whereas it's just like is because it's you've demonstrated in your who you who you're being yeah. who you're showing up as you're working on yourself you're doing something different you're not and being needy or showing up in that way. And it's just like, it's, that's gets a really, that's really responsive, a really responsive attitude. And that was a point that I thought of earlier. Uh, I think that we forget about, and it, it works with exes as well. When we put, when we are needy and when we put, so much focus and importance on them and again this is like this was and and here's the problem right we grew up being told that that's the right that's what we should be doing from all of the narratives from feminism right to disney right we were told over and over and over and over again that we were supposed to make women our world and they were supposed to be the most precious object and we were supposed to treat them like princesses and queens and everything else like that without actually what does that actually mean yeah right and what we don't realize is again on that primal level for a woman that increases their stress right when we put that weight of responsibility of our happiness upon them and all the covert contracts going i'm doing all of this stuff for you they're like no go away like stop doing what like jerry go do some shit for you (laughs) i get messages from women all the time can you help my man do more stuff with his friends uh and stuff like that (coughs) and it works for vexes so as soon as we actually go okay cool i'll just be over here doing my thing right we suddenly this is the point is that we suddenly then become safe right because we're not putting all our stuff on them yeah and women are safety security seeking creatures right they want safety more than anything in the world they want us to make them feel safe and we misunderstand that by giving them all of this stuff and focusing on them actually makes us feel very unsafe to them right because they know that we without our stability relies on their acceptance, right? 
Yeah, it's and that makes it, us shaky. It, it, it it's one of those things where it's like I think some of the stuff in like uh, in, in men's work and the men's space is like is starting with like really simple shit like have a group of guys mm. that you can go and do man shit with mm-hmm. and you can talk through shit with that like you pretty much majority of men uh, struggle with at some point but it's just like men don't seem to have that this is the thing like because like that's what predominantly like what men need but like we don't think that other men struggle with those things so it's just like so no one's going to say anything so i'll just either be really quiet or i'll dump it all on my partner yeah (laughs) oh man no yeah but it's it's that i think it's that thing as well where sometimes it's like you get um is is where women will say is like you know i want a man to be emotional and vulnerable it's just like no you don't you want, them, you want them to be they like think. you want them to be able to have like emotional intelligence and be able to um navigate emotions and and be available emotionally but like not to be that because that'll just be like ugh. it's like what you want is like to go away to your guys and sort your shit out yeah and, and then come back yeah they want to know that you can handle your stuff yeah. Because but again, it's that same programming that told us to focus everything on our partners. So it's told women that they that that. So even we don't even go back to bloody the the three and a half million years, right? We can even go back to the few ten thousand odd years that we've been doing this crazy stuff. Like even a few even a few hundred years ago, men and women did not spend this amount of time with each other. We're not supposed to be doing yeah. this. Like this has only been going on like since the Second World War. Like before that, men went off and we spent all day with other men and women spent all day with other women. And that has been the case forever until recently. And now we sit down in our little punter boxes, like two up, two down with our wives. Like, and we're supposed to be there. And men and women have been told that this is what, oh, you my best friend. I'm meant to marry my best friend. No, 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 you're not. You're supposed to marry a partner. Right. And you can be great mates and you can have a laugh and everything else like that. But they're not yeah. supposed to be your best friend in every sense of the word. You're you're all oh, my world and all that. Like it's that's really unhealthy and codependent. Right. But women connect by opening up and talking. Yeah. Right. That's how they connect with each other. They go, oh, this thing you see them doing it on Facebook, and oh, I'm in the hospital, well, that thing, drama, and all the other women, all bad, and they put their capes on, they go, oh, come on, run to the rescue, let's all have a cry, pour out the wine. It's like an event, isn't it, for them? It's like, yay, party time. We all go, it will turn up with the ice cream and the cookies and the bottles of wine, and they all sit down, and have a big cry, and watch a weepy movie under the duvets, and they do that thing. And then, like, but that's what women do. Like, guys aren't, aren't, aren't supposed to do that. If you think, um and and if we if we do that with them and pretend to be one of them they don't want to fuck us anymore like after a little while they'll be like oh you've just turned into their best friend you get friends so it's a woman yeah basically and and an energetic level you're just a woman yeah 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 yeah. do you not do not sit around eating ice cream and drinking wine with the guys then fidel sometimes i do a bit of a Bit of brose, nice little glass of sparkling brose. Love it. Nice. But, 
listen, I, I, and again, I, I've done it enough. Like level two is getting in touch with your feminine as well, right? That's level two, but not enough. I don't even talk about that because most we got to do level one properly first, right? <laughs> um, but I'd sit around and eat ice cream with my girlfriend. So she feeds, she feeds it to me. I didn't even have a spoon. Does a I feel like you know, when you said there about like not talking um, about the feminine piece so much is like I have a piece on that where it, it, I find once you like you start getting men out of the heads into the bodies, which is like super super important, right? Mm-hmm. Is I find that it's like that kind of works itself out without actually talking about it too much in the terms of like the feminine within men. Yeah, it's like we all have masculine and feminine within us is like yes we 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 understand that but i find is like when you're focusing on the 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 masculinity piece embodied masculinity is you kind of work out the feminine piece through that because that's kind of through the body it's just fucking but it's also part it's, there's nothing more masculine than owning who you are yeah right and part of who you are is that feminine part yeah. right you've got that feminine feminine part and if you nail the masculine part when you feel that feminine part come along, you're fine with it because you just, it's who you are and you, and you own it. Yeah. Um, whenever I talk about the lover archetype, I talk about Prince, right? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. it's just the ultimate symbol of that, right? He used to come out, feather boas, platform shoes, all yeah. in purple, bigger, bigger top, but there is no <laughs> mistake in that guy's masculinity. Yeah, like, yeah. He used to fuck the audience with his guitar, like yeah. literally. Um, and it's like, he, he was 110% man and masculine energy flowing out of him, but yeah. all dressed up in feathers and eyeliner, right? And I think the, the how much he owned that, there's there's not many things that are more masculine than that. Yeah. That ownership of who you are. 100%, I think that's like, um, yeah, one of the biggest pieces where like you can be comfortable in, in a way like making fun of yourself as well, or, like making fun of yourself in terms of, um, where you, you get things that might seem feminine and unmasculine um, to guys that are not comfortable, obviously, with, yeah. with that part of themselves. But it's just like, is you you go with it and you you have fun with it. And it's like, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a trigger for you. And I <laughs> think it is with a lot of guys that um, I think I, I see a lot and I have something with this too, is like, it's the, it's the, the alpha thing, right? the alpha beta thing that uh, mm. a guy's gone about a lot where like tr- over, I think overly trying to be uh, alpha to hide rolling ins- my eyes hard right now to hide their insecurities because <laughs> I had a, a podcast you know Jack, Jack Donovan The Way of Men who have you oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, had, I had him on the podcast he was oh, talking about this hey listen to that I'll have to go and listen to that yeah, it is. And it was great because we were talking about this whole alpha beta thing. And it was just like, he was saying, it's, it's like, it's, it's stupid, man. It's just like, even looking at the things like the opposite of alpha is not beta. Uh, it's, just, it's like being, it's, it's like being vice president. And I thought that was great. Yeah. It's a very like red pill kind of stuff, isn't it, as well? And uh, it's, I think guys are so afraid that they're beta that they overcompensate in trying to be alpha and what that, they think that actually means. And that whole thing of trying, right? And that's, yeah, that's the opposite of masculine. Yeah, 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 exactly. The yeah. whole thing of trying to be what something is just not. You either evolve and you are, yeah, or you're not. Like, and either way, it's cool. Um, 
that like I, I I've just written a piece actually and sent it off to a guy hopefully it's going to be in the Ask Men magazine about alpha modern alpha like what does it mean and I I, I get it I I yeah. I think actually it's a useful piece of understanding but you're saying beta I mean we grow up knowing it's even like leadership right yeah like, yeah percent it's leadership some, some people are leaders but you can't have a team of all leaders like leadership has been totally in the same way that masculinity has over the last few hundred years has been totally twisted because of people's abuse of power so now we think the only reason to become leaders are better it's better to be a leader because you get all the money and the girls and everything else like that um and that's it it's it's wrong like some people are meant to be leaders the point of a good leader is that they 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 can take all the risks they put their head above the parapet and they take all the responsibility like actually being a leader is a pretty crap position to be in because you die first right you look on the battlefield in the old school days the leader was at the front right that and and how many people are genuinely like that or even want to be like you know you either are or you aren't and it's cool to not be that right yeah, because yeah, you yeah. stick your head above the parapet like it's it, it's like you know it's a big task you've got to have big shoulders and actually again it's just as important strikers are great but you're losing 10 nil if you haven't got a goalie do you know what I mean or a left back or whatever it takes the whole it takes the whole team and it takes all the different personality types and actually masculinity is about where you sit in the hierarchy it's about accepting where you are in the hierarchy yeah and it, does that make sense yeah. even that's the wrong word isn't it you know but it is it makes sense and i get that a lot from like even from like military leadership it's kind of like you can transfer a lot of that over which is obviously in my um experience is what i kind of use but it's like you, it's tiring to be the leader all the time yeah, like you want to sure. be led. I want to be led. I have coaches. Yeah, yeah, because yeah for sure. I want to be led. I don't yeah. want to lead all the fucking time. It's exhausting. So it's like that. If you look at it, it's like that beta thing is like the vice president. Is it's like you're not going to be if you're trying to rock up into every group of men you go into trying to be the fucking alpha. You're uh, just exposing yourself as being pretty fucking insecure. What's that? That and that's what I love about um, like boxing and stuff and even the golf like i'm not and i don't have golf lessons i can get round without losing my ball right my handicap's 28 but i play golf quite a bit yeah yeah i can play but the best thing i like is i can turn up and i'm not the bloody top dog you know what i mean and nobody's asking me for hints or tips or anything else like that i can just roll up and i'm one of the boys and it's the same at at boxing i'm pretty tasty but i ain't you know i'm not pro level i'm not i'm not even at high amateur level like you know there are six i've been handed my ass by a 16 year old do you know what i mean and and that's brilliant i I flipping love it like i don't want to walk in there and be the bloody alpha like yeah. sod that because i see what happens you know and like you have to be like you you have you actually have to be able to back it all up in those sort of situations right yeah. and and you'll notice in those in those areas like i know some real alpha in in that zone working on the doors and all that some real hard as nails guys that have also when they get turned into the old dogs, you know what I mean? And they've yeah. got all the wisdom and all of that, some real tough as nails fellas. And they are, and they're the least effort people yeah. in yeah. the world, aren't they? They never, they're never going anywhere and trying to be anything. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a funny one, like, because we were um, kind of laughing about this a bit, because it, it does need to be brought up, I think, because it's such a, a big piece of space, especially like you see all the, the kind of the the American kind of red pill stuff, which obviously there's good stuff. Oh, in. There is some useful stuff in there. there is, in but, but, yeah. but it's, it's, uh, I think it, it, it can kind of, 
really distort men quite a lot in in how they see what they need to be and it, it is it was saying like with um jack we were talking about that it was like you know it's like you see all these like military ex special forces guys and all of that it's just like they don't go around calling themselves alpha but yet they're probably the most fucking alpha guys yeah. fucking out there is but it's like and they're generally quite jolly make fun yeah. of themselves like yeah. hard as fuck as well but um, it, it's like they don't go around saying that. So it's, I'm always wary of when guys call themselves uh, alpha. Because I'm like, what? What? But I was asking, is like, what? What do you mean by that? What's your meaning? Your I, I also think that there's a, there's a bit of self awareness there because I get caught out by that question. People are like, because I have this, I've had this conversation quite a bit about alpha, and I would consider myself as one in many situations because yeah. I, I'm like a default leader. I have something charismatic like, and that's just come from a bit of self-awareness. I used to hide it because I used yeah. to think, oh shit, people don't want you to be, that sounds cocky or whatever. Like, yeah. But actually I make pretty good leader in certain circumstances, sure. right? And what I'm doing at the moment is I'm putting my head above the parapet and I'm taking responsibility with the with the work that I'm doing and everything else like that and, and, and leading a yeah. group. And I, I and part of that is I have to, I have to own I have to own that in order yeah. to be able to do it. It's not about going around shouting, but if someone asks me a question directly, I'm not going to be falsely um, humble about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, think, I think, and and because of that, <laughs> because you, nobody would ever ask those guys directly and it doesn't matter to them how they answer it as to whether yeah. they're an alpha. But I think I've been asked that question a few times and I've had to really think deep on the, yeah. on the answer to it. Because it would be really easy to go. Actually, no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm a beta dude or whatever. But that, but that's not true either. Yeah. But like you said, I'm an alpha in certain circumstances with certain sure. people in certain scenarios where it's my thing. Yeah. In other things, I also like you. Love just going places where people aren't looking to me for the, for the answers. Well, it's great. And the responsibility. I flipping love it. Yeah, it's like if like if if you were gonna come with me on a fucking. Uh, well, I enjoyed mountain. it. I did. <laughs> yeah exactly like a mountain adventure yeah, um yeah. it's like you're not showing up there like fucking yeah i'm, I'm gonna fucking get nah, man, not at all no way if i came to you with boxing as well and like fucking jack the lad is this like no i'll be like for now you're fucking leading me is this like yeah, you're okay. showing me your area that you're fucking like an expertise expert at? and it's like it's like i'm gonna learn for you that's part of the thing isn't it it's like if you show yeah, up with that sure. mindset of like is that as a group of men is like everybody has skills to bring. And this is the kind of the, yes. the, the kind of the leadership and the, the community, the tribe thing is just like, is not everyone is going to be like the leader, but is like, you do have something. What do you contribute? Like, what are yeah. you contributing? What do you bring to the table? What makes you useful in a way yeah. is like, you got to be fucking useful. And it's like that in the family dynamics, isn't it? Where people, because obviously most of my conversations are around relationship, right? Out there in social media world and, and in the stuff that I do. And, and that whole, again, the whole concept of being a leader is totally misunderstood. So I talk about leadership in, in a relationship, right? In a family dynamic and how the men should step up and be the leader in a, in a relationship. Yeah, I don't want a leader be led. And it's like, no, it doesn't mean you're not doing anything or that that role is any more important. It is just a function. Someone has to do it. Yeah. We are literally designed most of us are physically and biologically designed to do that better yeah. right and you're physically and biologically to, to complement it and and run a thing and the, the family that family dynamic 
everybody's important like in a couple it's not like your partner isn't important in that dynamic it doesn't mean that she, she brings stuff to the table right yeah. every single time and it's like that in a, in a group of men it's like it in a business it's like it in a team any anything but that i think that goes back to the i think the, the point we went into at the start is just like where it's why relationships is such a good place to go into to talk about leadership because it's just like if, if you can lead in a relationship, you can pretty much lead anything. But it starts, right? Then this is the point, isn't it? It starts with self-leadership, which we went through as well. 100%. It starts with, you like, you got, in order, if you want anybody to follow you, yeah. right? And that's the other bit, isn't it? It's people, I think, again, after living through the 70s and 80s and 90s and stuff, and uh, witnessing politics and business and capitalism in this way, our understanding of leadership is about getting to the top so you can grab more than everybody else, right? It's about getting more or having your way. Whereas actually good leadership in a relationship, in a business, in a football team, whatever, is about doing it with consideration, right? It's about doing it with love for everybody that is choosing to follow you. It's always an invitation, come with me i'm off on this thing i'm going to go and do this stuff i would love it if you come with me and bring all your good stuff with you as well and we can go and do this thing together yeah but i'm the one that's going to hold the map because i kind of know where we're going that's that's all it is and there's nothing and people think there's something nefarious about it like you know or dark and underhand and it's a power play and it's like yeah getting that bit of understanding around it is is the hardest part for our generation of men and women because of because of what we see in the the energy and the, the feelings we have towards that word what what would you say like um some of the things you see like the common the most common things you see in like um for men that you would you would give as um or you see come up a lot or you would give as advice to men is to is to how to show up and lead a better relationship Look, it's it's that that's that first bit is this timidity, right? There's this fear of upsetting the other person, right? Um, because they're gonna they're a bit like what you're saying about selfishness, right? We totally misunderstand all of that. So the first bit is to get your head around that, like looking after yourself and putting yourself as a priority isn't being selfish. Being selfish is being selfish. Yeah. If your purpose of going and, and saying no to your wife about the holiday or the, the meal out because you're saving to make sure that you can buy your house or you're spending an hour in the gym so that you can stay fit and healthy so that you can play with your kids and have more energy to have sex with your wife and keep the pencil up and everything else like that, that is not selfish. That is an act of leadership. All right? Making the decision about what you, where you're going for dinner that night in a dating context is not domineering. It might be dominant, but it is not domineering. What you're doing is it's a gift to your partner or the girl that you're dating to take that responsibility of making the decision or incorrect decision off them. Right? It's a, actually an act of generosity and kindness and consideration if you're doing it right. Yeah, and I think I think we we said there as well. It's that that fear of upsetting. It's just like, and I see this a lot in guys. It's like, is yeah. especially in partnership. It's that fear of conflict. Like, it's one yeah. of the I would say is one of the <laughs> biggest things. I don't want to hurt her feelings. 
I don't want to cause conflicts because I don't know how to handle it or navigate it. Yeah, we it. don't know how to handle it. But you're going to get it anyway, dude. <laughs> like, it's not like she's a woman, right? You're going to get, you're going to, you're going on blast at some yeah. point for nothing whatsoever. Like, yeah. So do, you might as well be the one that brings it about. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Sometimes <laughs> get used to it, treat it like practice, you know? <laughs> I, I always say as well, because it's like, is uh, again, I don't know if it's from like, I reckon it is actually from, from military background where like there was conflict all the time, right? But not in a bad yeah. way. It was just like how we spoke yeah. to each other, especially as yeah. chefs as well, like in a kitchen and yeah, yeah. sailors. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yo, you know, don't you as well? It's just like, you just fucking, you, you just, you just, the way you speak to each other, like super direct and to the point and like your kind of greeting might be more than your cunt. And it's just like, really, everything's really like direct, but even conflict could look like you're arguing, but then you just like, it's, it's not. And you just get on with shit and it's fine. It's just out and it's fine. But and I think that's, <laughs> I found that really useful and like not really um, having a problem with conflict, actually enjoying it sometimes because especially in relationship where if, if you can navigate conflict as a man, that leadership in the sense of you can lead through conflict and you can navigate through that and you can guide that is just like behind that is actually deeper intimacy and connection. Without, without doubt. And, and most of the time, actually, the better you get it, the more you yeah. can head it off before it even happens. And sure. it's a good thing for parents as well, right? We have yeah. this thing, again, that you're not supposed to argue in front of your kids. And it's like, what? Why, why not? Like, show your children how two people who love each other, right, yeah. can have a disagreement, sometimes yeah. even loudly and boisterously and yeah. angrily, right? And yeah. it doesn't mean they don't love each other anymore. Like, that's not what it means, because if you do it you and the passive aggression and all that, you do that in front of them instead and you show them that's how to be in relationship. That's what they learn how to do, which is what the current crop of kids are growing up now with this passive aggressive nice, nice guy stuff. But yeah, I mean, look, hand, handling conflict, hanging, handling of, of women's emotions. <laughs> we could do a whole other podcast on that. <laughs> but yeah, being afraid of it is... Again, once you get grounded in your masculine energy, that fear goes away because you're confident of what you're doing and why you're doing it. And I think that's, I think that's uh, from my experience as well, I think that's pretty sexy as well for a woman, for guys can Mate, like they, show every, up in conflict and like, time. she's throwing stuff there and you're just like, you can navigate through it, but not not being perfect either. Like I've, I'll put my hands up and say like, sometimes I'm like, I'm trying to navigate through it and I'm not, I'm not using fancy fucking tools. I'm, in a book. I'm just like, I'm working it out as I go along. And it's like, sometimes it's fucking messy, but like, if they, I'm, like I'm like, I will fucking not quit. It's like, we're going to, I'm going to get navigate through this because I yeah. know what's on the other side. And it's just like, sometimes it might be messy. It's just like, doesn't fucking matter. <coughs> sure. And again, the work I do with guys in divorce, that's the whole point. And why, like what happened with your client there with his ex, yeah. All of a sudden, it's that same. It's that same principle, um, and in in my book about divorce, that's what I'm saying. When you bring that confident leadership to it and go, yeah. this is a this is a shit show, right? But fo- follow me. Like even though we don't love each other anymore, yeah. we both want the best for the kids. We both want this to work. Women do, but what what happens is guys concede leadership to their exes. Their exes, you normally the one you conceded leadership a long time ago in the relationship, which is why she's divorcing you in the first place. Yeah. Right. And then she's the one that served divorce on you. So now you're playing the victim and going even deeper into your shadow, swampy feminine energy, all victimy, um, and crying all over the place in front of her to try and win her back in some weird way. Yeah. Um, it just makes her feel more and more unsafe. 
She's not going to trust you with the kids. She's not going to trust you with the money. She's going to protect herself, which is, right, I'm just going to take everything from you over here and protect me and my kids. That's what's going to happen. Now, if you show up differently, if you show up in a safe, go over there and cry. You can cry. I'm not saying don't cry. Go and do it over there, right? Go and do it over there. And then when you show up in front of her, show up with a plan, show up with confidence and with with some discussion points and some belief in yourself you know and and some love and consideration for her and the kids and everything else like that and guess what you won't you won't get taken to the cleaners you won't get stopped from seeing your kids it just won't happen in that way um and i try and get that message across to guys before before it happens because those are the guys in my inbox at the moment. They were like, oh, I didn't see it come in. Oh, where is me? She's going to take the house and I'm not going to see my kids and all this. I never, and like, only, only if you stay in that state. And it's that, I think that's a good point as well. Because it's like, you get a lot of, I think sometimes where, I think people do get a bit overly sensitive, especially now more than ever. of just like where, you know, uh-huh. compassion and empathy and all this sort of stuff is like, you can be compassionate and empathetic and you can still be quite direct with guys. I mean, I find being direct with guys when obviously when it's necessary is it's like, they're sure. actually grateful for it because like, I don't think people do that enough. I was in a meeting the other day. I know, <laughs> this dude absolutely blew away. It was me and him and some, um, some women we've put together this business to do with uh, corporate coaching. And he, <laughs> we turned up and one of the women, she bless us, there's seriously capable, like high world class saleswoman, right? She's there, she's got a little baby. And she's put the, this PowerPoint together and he just went, hang on a minute. Did you get the script I sent you? And she was like, yeah. And she was like, but, and he just went, but this isn't it. And she was like, yeah, but I couldn't get scripts. And he was like, stop. He said, you brought me in here for my expertise with this stuff. If you're not going to use it, that's cool, but I'm out. Or if you want to use it, use it. Like, that's why I sent it to you. Like, but this ain't, this ain't it. And she was just like, burr, 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 burr. and everyone could just see it. He was just like, bam. And I was just like, okay, yes. <laughs> like, it was, it was a little bit uncomfortable, but I was just like, that is a beautiful example because he wasn't being horrible. He was just like, because yes. I appreciated it, right? Because I didn't have time to sit on a meeting. Yeah. let her talk all the way through it and then for him to do all of that at the end or do it behind the scenes or whatever we all just wasted an hour and a half of our life right yeah he was just like none of us have got time to sit here and and do it if this isn't what what's happening or like i haven't got time if you're gonna do it like this i haven't got time to be involved like i'll just step away and it's fine I'm not, I, but he it was that perfect example of real direct communication without any animosity but you could see how people aren't you aren't aren't used to that oh, you know massively I mean? mate <laughs> massively i see that as like one of the biggest things i know i know for a fact i fucking trigger people all the time like all the fucking time with being just direct and to the point plus having like quite a dry dark sense of humor and it's just like you just see how people so many people get triggered with like direct communication and it's but you you kind of you need it, especially as a, especially as a guy. It's like you fucking need to learn that. You do need it. I, I think I think sometimes I think the word for me isn't compassion and empathy. I think the word for me is always um, consideration. That's the word I really really like. It's about being considerate, so and thoughtful of of the other people in your vicinity or that are going to be impacted by your actions or delivery. Even hundred you know I mean? percent. So it's just about being con- considerate 
consideration doesn't mean getting all up in everybody's feelings and it also doesn't mean that you have to change what your choice is or what it is you're going to do but yeah. it, it might do do you know what i mean but it's like before i put it out there before i go do it i'm gonna have a think about the impact of of the people around me and and, and whether it's going to benefit them or not yeah i think i look at it with guys as well as just like uh it's kind of like in a way i think our jobs and what we do is kind of like you you're kind of being a father to the guys no matter what age no matter no matter if someone's older than you younger than you another guy whatever is you're kind of there to be the kind of the father figure to kind of teach him some of the stuff you should have been taught as a fucking kid and never got shown never got taught and that's like you meant that masculine leadership you like missed out on this masculine leadership because it's like they didn't know. And it's kind of like you you kind of took what you got and you need the gaps filling in, but you don't know what they are. So it's kind of like you need to be like re-fucking fathered to, to a certain extent. Well, my boxing coach is 10 years younger than me. Yeah, 10 years younger than me. Um, and he did exactly all of, all of that, like, you know, and he still is. He's still one of my best mates. Um, it's kind of the dynamic has shifted a little bit now since I stopped doing it. But certainly when we're in the boxing world, yeah. Like totally, I'm totally deferred to him, and he is. It's like a, it's sometimes he is like my dad. Do you know what I mean? No, the way he talks to me and stuff like that. But yeah, you've got to get over it quick, man. Yeah, but we love that, don't we? I but think it was a it was it was a brilliant learning experience because that yeah. was in a, in some ways that was almost like since since school and my naughty days that yeah. was like the first impact I had of that in a really friendly environment by with somebody who I knew cared cared about me and wanted the best for me i knew that 100 percent. yeah but yet his that language and the tone of it sometimes wasn't congruent with that <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah. so you kind of like it's a little bit confusing until you get until you get used to it and then yeah for sure yeah because i think the, the question i always ask is like and, and see the answer to is like guys are looking like what guys are want the most is like direction guidance and leadership from other guys hmm and that's one of the things that comes up the most and yeah but that comes again it's like that for me is like comes at the i suppose the highest level is that that kind of that father figure place um that guys are looking for that stops guys i think that's possibly stops guys engaging in the first place (laughs) in what way do you mean i think it's that same thing about how people get bent out of shape with the phrase life coach because essentially that's what i am i fucking own that title like do you know what i mean i'm a life and relationship coach guys because um, you're not doing life of, you know, you're not doing life as well as you could be. <laughs> um, so I think, and again, which is probably why successful people are cool with it, because successful people have already nailed that part. They know that they're not an expert and they have to get experts in. Right? Yeah. And so they're, they're cool with being, they're great at being coached and deferring when they know. A bit like what we were saying, I love going to the boxing ring, I love going to play golf. You know, sure. we love going into places where we're not the leader. Those guys already know. And it's like, well, that's how you learn and, and become even more of a leader in your own sphere. But I think guys who haven't twigged that piece yet, that's why they avoid this. Because they all go, oh, yeah, guys, all the time, oh, who do you think you are coaching me in my life? Like, and they'll say that about younger people. And everything. Oh, yeah, loads more, actually. Um, like the fact that you're getting your nose better out of shape with, with it. <laughs> a clear example that you need some coaching but like i think it does put people off because they don't their ego or whatever is a bit fragile around that and they don't know how to handle that dynamic 
Yeah. Of, of being taught, of having a being led, for instance, out of choice and paying for the privilege. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Um, that's about right. I could, we could obviously sit and talk about all the fucking things forever. Yeah, I was going to say, we've been good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is now. It's an hour and 20 or so. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, do you want to tell peeps, like, uh, what stuff that you've got going on? I know you mentioned the Balls Deep programme, but, like, what stuff you've got going on, mate? That's it. That um, is I've got Balls Deep starting on the uh, 4th of July. Um, I've decided I'm not doing any more online programmes. Okay. I love group coaching, but I'm bringing them into real life. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be doing some retreats. I'm uh, I'm looking at castles at the moment. I saw your post um, on that. I was like, I was yeah. a new shift in where and where you're going. Yeah, I have just got a real calling for that. I just need to do some stuff in person. Now we've got the big C is all out of the way with and, and stuff like that. That's what that's what I want. I want to get down and dirty with guys, like you know, in in real life and 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 just bloody give them that space. Right, it's one thing doing it in an online space, isn't it? On a bloody Zoom call and everything else like that, and giving them three hours a week or whatever. But actually, come on, take a bloody week, man. Do you know what I mean? Where you put yourself first, yes. tell your wife that you're going on a men's retreat for a yeah. week. Because believe me, she'll drop it and tell you she's going yoga for a week. Yeah. You know, so come and do it, man. And um, yeah, so the next Cancer Kings, uh, I'm going to be doing a, a archetype retreat, Cancer Kings 2. King Warrior Magician Lover, um, and that'll be in January, and then probably in March we'll do another Council of Kings in real life. But Balls Deep is a big one, the relationship program for men, teaching you all about how to show up as a leader in your relationship, understanding masculine and feminine dynamics, and it's just everything I know. Um, I'm a Dr. Glover's No More Mr. Nice Guy coach, so a lot of stuff from him, um, a lot of my own stuff. is this is It's just golden in there. We put everything on MP3 so you can just chuck all the content in your ears as we go through um each week nice easy and it's going to be the last one done like that access to me will only be in person after that oh i like that yeah i much prefer that the in-person shit but that's uh that's cool man i appreciate i'm excited to see what uh what you're doing with these in-person events as well yeah at some point i'm going to come over to ibiza mate maybe i'll do one in there yes you fucking are you're going to come on our wild man wednesdays I'm a, oh, mate. I'm dying to come on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll jump, get you jumping off some cliffs, and climb some ropes. I'm in. <laughs> right, I'm definitely not alpha in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, mate. That's that's what we, we love to see. That it's like that's that's the reason. Why heights, we, man. <laughs> Turn into a big girl. <laughs> that, that's the reason why we do it as well because it's like I think guys have this thing like this. I've got to I've got to be as good as everyone else. I've got to keep. Nah, got to do what everyone else does and it's actually the opposite it's just like the sure. best bit actually you can do is just go nah i'm good well i remember that when we went out the mountain i was looking at this thing and i just wasn't jumping <laughs> over that thing i went around the long way <laughs> i remember that bit where you were like uh, i was like we're gonna go down here mate and you were like no mate <laughs> and then i was like it's fine it like looks it looks worse than it, than it does doesn't it but like uh that's cool man it's uh yeah that's that they're the fun bits for me i'm in cool right cheers for coming on dude Thanks for having me. I'll just stop that.